At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. By working more efficiently. By using more sustainable practices. By developing better technologies. We keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success. Morning, DNA. I am Aaron Dicer, the man of a single black shirt. She is Danae Hughes, the woman of a million distractions. For those listening on the podcast, Danae was uh, fervently switching our visuals back and forth and back and forth and forth and back and back and and forth. Fervently should be. Uh, a word used for something far more poetic than what oh, I was can saying. I tell you a word thing I learned this weekend? Yeah, sure. Okay, so this is super exciting to me. I love learning, just you know, how words are different from each other and distinguish, and I love passing that on to many people. You may not care. I understand. That's okay. N- no judgment. You know, use words however you want, as long as you're communicating well. However, my son taught me this one this week. Do you know the difference between something that is a travesty? in something that is a tragedy. Yes. Oh, tell me, tell me, tell me, because I didn't. Um, well, there's a V in one. <laughs> there's a G in the other. Uh, that's, that is correct. Danae got it. I don't even know. I, I, you know, I don't know why I didn't realize that. But uh, uh, Well, a tragedy is, of course, a dreadful event or disaster that results in sadness, injury, right, or fine. destruction. Well, <clears throat> Travesty is more of a <laughs> dis- distorted or cheap imitation of something. Everyone knows that. <laughs> so a lot of people use travesty just to mean something bad happened. Like, you know, uh, I was in a uh, had a friend in a car accident. It was a travesty, you know, that kind of thing. Oh, oh, um, whereas I tragedy see. would be more accurate for that. A travesty is like when something is almost done poorly. It's like a poor version of something cheap imitation yeah like a cheap imitation yeah. oh you're reading it i just realized you you're reading it in front of you yes but that's exactly right where well, it's not like more i mean a moment ago <laughs> peek behind the screen <laughs> yes i read that so sometimes people's use of the word uh, travesty is itself a travesty um they're you know they're not quite doing it right but it doesn't have that same like it you know if you said a car wreck was a travesty you'd be saying they didn't quite do the car wreck correctly you know, like that's 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 quite a different kind of meaning. So it was kind of it was interesting for me to learn that this weekend. You know, here I am in my you know mid forties and just learning new stuff. I love it. It's fun stuff. It's important to learn things. Is my microphone being strange? Um, you mean a, besides the rubber band that holds it up? <laughs> or... <laughs> what do you, what do you mean being strange? I would love to tell you. I would love to tell you. I don't know. I just thought I heard a weird echo or something, but that's probably mm. just me. Yeah. You should. You, we need to fix this situation over here. I have a. I have several. I have several things happening that 
you, I, I think if you came over and you looked at my setup, you would say, oh, no, 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 no. <laughs> <laughs> I, well, I'm really proud of myself because I set it up myself. Obviously, we've been staying social distance for a while. Mm-hmm. But now that we both have our vaccinations. One, two um, shots. Boom, bah. And we've gone the two weeks plus. I'm at my two weeks today. So oh, nice. Yay. But um, yeah, I think now if you come over, you would you would see the way that Danae set it up and you would have questions for me. Uh, or possibly you would just fix it and then move some stuff around and, and say, let's never Listen, let you do that. Again. We're here, we are here to do a show. Uh, we are excited to do it. And I just for the time we're doing this, I ignore like the things I hear in your processing. I know. And it's, like well, that kind of stuff. So, so I have three chords that run in front of the processor buttons. Oh, and whenever mm-hmm. I move my laptop, they just roll across the buttons. I wondered. I wondered. <laughs> They're like literally every time I move my laptop, it's like, and the buttons are going this way and now going this way. Cyregdo so says he'd come over and say your setup is a travesty. Nice usage. Nice That's usage. It. That is, that is it. That is it. So how was your weekend? How how is oh, how's man. life over on the dicer in the dicer hill? It's good. It's good. I uh, I think since last time we spoke, I strained a muscle, an ab muscle. I actually have those, uh, despite evidence to the contrary. Congratulations. Um, so, yeah, I sprained an oblique playing disc golf. And for the first day, it was really bad. Like, it was hard to walk, like, stand up. Like, you know, you don't you don't realize how active your core is in, like, everything you do uh, until you injure one of your core muscles. Uh, so yeah, it was kind of recovering from that last week and then that's yeah, pretty good. I can still feel it like when I cough or something or other bodily functions, I can yeah. feel it, but, we both, uh, we yeah, both pulled muscles. I pulled one in my shoulder when I went to the land and that's finally starting to heal. I, I can, I can rotate my arm now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> so that's good. I can, I can rotate my oblique now. Woo-hoo! That, that uh, says Danae just Googled where the oblique muscles. Oh no, are. she knows. No, Danae knows that's, all the muscles. That's one thing I actually don't have to look. She up. will school you on anatomy hardcore. She knows uh, where everything is. So yeah, yeah. yeah. All, I mean, I do need to brush up from time to time, but I'd still actually go online and I, oh, oh, okay, okay. I take play tests online from time to time. And one of them is anatomy and physiology. I still really like just going and seeing like, what do I remember from mm-hmm. my anatomy lessons? Um, but then the second thing I do is I still do typing tests online. <laughs> 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 just to see how fast sure. I can go. Totally. <laughs> do, you, I, do you still hit like 80 or 90 or where are you at? Uh, so at my peak, I was 120 words per minute per insane. minute. That's insane to with me. 99% accuracy. That was my peak. That's two I words am, a second. You understand this, right? Like that's just well, that's crazy. That was at my peak. Yeah. And that was a that was a over 10 years ago. Um, I'm at 90 words per minute with 99% accuracy now. That's still great. That's I still, still want to improve. And they're, they're so fun. And I'm learning something about typing tests. I thought that if you backspace and correct, it corrects your, your, your error. And so mm-hmm. your percentage goes up. Turns out that's yeah. not how it is either anymore or it would never was. And I had a gross misunderstanding of calculating all that stuff. So I just stopped correcting my words and then I, my my time went 
skyrocketing through the roof. So, ah, yeah, there's actually some people uh, online that we're going to have online typing test offs. <laughs> just guys, this is what we do. This is what we wow. do as as wow. people. We just find ways to get together and have fun. And so, yeah. What if there's like a bracket? <laughs> <laughs> like some people watch sports and other people watch typing tests. <laughs> oh man. If if never mind. Never mind. My brain. I don't know why my brain does what it does sometimes. Me either. But, uh, we had a really fun weekend. Uh I we we did Iris's birthday celebrations this weekend because her birthday is on Tuesday, mm -hmm. which is not a great time for everybody to be able to get together. So um we only invited family. And her cousins that are her age had to can't, they couldn't come. Uh, they just weren't able to make it. So it was Iris, her grandparents, me and my husband, and Aaron. <laughs> I was there. And little four-year-old, almost four-year-old Iris just playing with her toys yeah. surrounded by a whole bunch of adults. But she's probably not going to, I mean, she's not going to care. She's no. not going to care. Four, she's though. happy. So I got to make the cake. Yeah. I should show it to you guys. Let me pull up a picture of the cake. It was not as bright as I wanted. Just a quick recap. Iris wanted to have a purple cake with orange frosting decorated with red grapes and sprinkles. Mm -hmm. That was that was the order that she wanted. Oh, yes. Uh, Did you get the pictures I sent you? No, I didn't. But I need to... Um, I need to go back and try to figure out where they are. What sure. you have to you have to tell me like where you sent them. I do love that Google Photos does that because you took some really good pictures. Yeah, I just sent them to I just sent them to your Google Photos. You should be able to open that yeah, up. But and... which one? How many Google accounts does they have? Any guesses? <laughs> <laughs> I think Any it's the main on, one. Your main on, personal on, one. Uh huh. Yeah. Which to you means what? <laughs> <laughs> Uh -huh. Depending, sure. I get depending it. No. on my on my mood, you know, like things can change, uh -huh. you know. Yeah, no, that's true. You're not yeah. you're not wrong. No, I know. Uh anyway, I'll, I'll I'm gonna try to pull up a picture to show you guys. I loved getting your guys' photos of cakes that you had made. I think we talked about it a few weeks ago, and then I started getting tweets of people uh sharing their photos of cakes that they had made for their children. And let me tell you, way better than mine. Oh yeah. Like, yeah, they were yeah. so impressive. Kind of to the point where it was kind of like going to Pinterest a little bit and then feeling like potentially and perhaps maybe I shouldn't have mm -hmm. tried. Mine is very, very basic, but I'll, I'm going to pull up a picture of it, but it went really well. We had a good time. She had a good time. She, uh, she's a good kid. Yeah. I'm very, I'm very lucky. Look, look at that. Look at that. Right, right when she's blowing out the the candle. Did you pull that up? Yeah, there it is. Okay, thank you. That is the cake that I made. Look at that thing. See those grapes are on there. The inside of the That's cake true. was definitely not bright purple. It was absolutely one hundred percent gray. <laughs> <laughs> um, did you get a... the, the fun the funnest part of the conversation was everybody being like well i can kind of see the purple in there and then just so then just me being no no there's no. there's no purple in there that is a great cake absolutely absolutely no uh can you see this one 
That is the yeah. cake that she decorated. I, right. I baked two cakes for her, one that looked nice, and then one that I gave her full freedom to sell to put together. So this was the cake take cake that she decorated, including a whole bunch of candles that said happy birthday. And yes, I lit them all and then had to assist blowing them out for her so that she would not hurt herself. <laughs> Cause that was a little intimidating. I'm not going to lie, yeah. you know? Yeah, so, totally. Yeah. That's what we did. We had fun. Um, she got some fun gifts. She uh, picked out most of them herself. Uh, and so it was fun for her to actually receive them, including the dinosaurs. Yes. So, uh, yeah, I wanted to pull this one up because it shows her not only decorating that cake, but also the dinosaurs that were the hit of the party. I, I she loved her had, dinosaurs so much. She she left she left one in my room. Here's the her favorite one from her new uh, set mm -hmm. is the pterodactyl. Um, let's see. Beautiful cake, Danae. Thank you, Mariella. <laughs> <laughs> it was very colorful, Elizabeth. Yes. Um, Breezy says, how many times did she sneeze on that cake? <laughs> she did sneeze four times on the cake. Um, Mr. Yeah. Uh, Moscow says pterodactyl is the best. We spent uh, a good deal of time looking for uh, different sets of dinosaurs that we could purchase and so many did not come with the pterodactyl. And we, she wanted to look until she found the one that had the pterodactyl. So she found it and we got it. It was amazing. Um, it also came with a chart so I can correctly identify. Although Brachiosaurus versus Brontosaurus is a conversation we're having daily right now. <laughs> She'll say, Brontosaurus is the old name. Brachiosaurus is the new name. Uh, and I said, yep, that's exactly right. And then she gets a book from her uh, grandma and grandpa the next day that says it's Brontosaurus. <laughs> like, <laughs> mm. Remember, that's the old name and it's okay. She's like, asking questions. It. She's asking questions about it. Aw. Yeah, look how many, look how many um, candles she there misses are. With her, she goes over it with the first blow and then like just kills all of them with the second blow. It's amazing. Did you know that I blew that out? Huh? Did you know that was me that would blew it out? No, no, that, that was, listen, you're off screen. <laughs> Today, we're trying we're trying oh, to theater of the mind theater, theater of, of the, the mind. mind here sorry sorry yeah 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 this was all just my because all the flames go to the left and she's in front of them that doesn't <laughs> doesn't mean anything context clues hey and she's also wearing the new apron that i got her because she likes to cook and bake with me and so i got her a little apron yeah that's amazing uh happy so birthday to iris mariana this is my sister in norway um, I thought I had her birthday in my calendar. It's on Tuesday. We celebrated a little bit early over the weekend. So you didn't miss it. Yeah. 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 Totally. Flashpoint yeah. says, he is right. You know, Brontosaurus is outdated. It is outdated now. It's the Brachiosaurus. Yeah. They put some bones together wrong, as will happen occasionally. Ooh, Nick says, Ankylosaurus is the best. I Listen, I stepped in a hole and had ankylosaur a long, a long time. Took took a while to recover from my my ankylosaur. This is really dangerous because I'm just trusting this is an actual dinosaur and not some like troll meme. <laughs> oh yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, so they have this one listed as something else. I think. Uh, that is a cool one. I'm looking at pictures. I, I always not... love. I always love the little compies, little compiosauruses from the Jurassic Park movies, oh, like yeah. the little ones that hopped around like chickens, but then, uh, you know, could spit venom at you and paralyze you. 
those are the ones that always in, like engage one that, my imagination. Uh, was it you when Iris gave you a dinosaur to hold on to while we ate pizza that you said, um, this is a velociraptor? And I think she said, <laughs> no, it's whatever mom just said. And you're right, like, yeah, no, yeah. I'm saying this is a velociraptor. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, I'm pretending, Iris. Do you know how to pretend? <laughs> it's called imagination. Get one. Yeah, she has one, but her imagine in her imagination, everyone does what she says. Also, so no kidding, no kidding. Ooh. Yeah, she's she, very specific. She's, she's got control. control she's a controlling sure. little four-year-old uh, who I'm assuming will be a leader, hopefully, and a, a good leader, and not an evil, manipulative leader. <laughs> I'll see what, <laughs> hey, I flip a coin. Try you to gotta figure it out. her with some direction. I've got a, yeah. I've got a lot of work ahead of me. <laughs> Uh, it was absolutely fun. Thank you for inviting me over. Uh, mm. That I never had a daughter, and so you know, this is like this is like also uh, like grandkid practice for me a little bit. You know what I mean? Like my boys are getting old. Like I have a uh, son that's getting married within the next year. Um, and yeah, so I'm I'm you know I'll be a, I'll be a grandpa probably pretty soon. I would imagine. Uh, so it's kind of a little bit of practice of you know that kind of stuff for me too. So I appreciate it. Oh man, she loves you. Well, I love she her. She wants to come over and hang out. I I love that she's, she's independent. I love that she's independent, but she will. Okay, so she will literally be like, "Bye, mom and dad," and just walk out the front door with Aaron. She's like, "I'm going to Aaron's <laughs> house. See you later." You know, she's good. Yeah. She's feels really confident about that. She's also confident enough to <laughs> when mom and dad, my mom and dad, were taking a little bit too long to leave, and she was waiting to accomplish something after they departed. Uh -huh. She pushed my mom out the door. <laughs> <laughs> just gone nice. all right we're done now <laughs> lolly says aaron don't be that person who assumes married married folks want kids i am not uh that person i'm the person who assumes my oldest son wants kids uh and that's because we've had conversations about it so just to clarify that's why i say that not because but, i just assume when people get good married point. good point um, though but i do appreciate that yes thank yeah. you for bringing that up it yep. is, is very valid and don't assume every single person wants to get married don't assume every single person wants a significant other you know there there are a lot of assumptions culturally we make about relationships and like these life points that everybody's just supposed to find their way to and yeah don't assume everybody likes hugs i did that for a long time <laughs> <laughs> that's that's a really dangerous one uh especially it's over the not... last year <laughs> i mean <laughs> i'm talking about before pandemic i know i know you are i know you're <laughs> uh yeah. lolly says i'm triggered because americans ask that a lot oh my goodness mm -hmm. oh, totally. it's, it's so it's, insane yeah. how many it's questions insane. people are comfortable asking yeah um i was when are told, you getting married when are you gonna have kids when are you like i yeah, was recovering it's... from my from the birth of iris and the nurse was like so when are you gonna have another one and i'm like get out <laughs> <Beef>. <laughs> how dare you I have literally just stretched beyond imagination and experienced trauma I will never recover from. Leave, mm -hmm. please. Yeah. Leave. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you ready to shoot a dough? You wanna, you wanna do this thing? Yeah, let's shoot a dough. All right, we are going to do the D-N-A-N-U. Uh, we'll have a D topic, that's today's topic, an A topic, that's the Aaron topic, that's me, and the U topics, as many as you would like uh, you can ask us about anything, any topic you want to hear. Maybe it's in uh, something in the news, something in your life, or it could just be a question you have. We would love to hear it all when we get to the U topic section. If you do a U topic, put a U at the front so we know that you're specifically uh, wanting some discussion or answering a question from us. Uh, Danae, what is your D topic for today? What is D topic for today? I had a question. 
about presents because um, Iris's favorite toy, although she picked them all out, was the dinosaurs. Mm. I think that was a shock to my husband who saw a whole bunch of other toys and was like, this is the one you like the very most? Um, and I, it just got me thinking about times when you receive gifts from people and maybe the one that you like the very most isn't the more obvious one. Like maybe you get a brand new car, but then you're also given something really sweet and sentimental and that's more meaningful for you than like the expensive thing. So there's mm -hmm. that, that, just something that interesting that I have been pondering over this weekend as we continue to kind of check in with Iris and ask her things like, so what did you like about this weekend? She's like, I really liked getting that pterodactyl. You know, the <laughs> one the one thing that she could kind of hone in on. Yeah. Um, and what was interesting too is I think we have like things on our uh, our list of stuff that we want. And then someone will surprise you and get something that's incredibly meaningful. I got a mug once, for example, from a friend of mine at a restaurant that was really meaningful. I didn't think, uh, I didn't get the mug, but you know, the mug became like this representation of like this really cool moment. And that was more meaningful than like anything that happened that entire trip. And there's these, these strange things that come to, I don't know, represent memories. In fact, behind me, I have, for those of you listening to the podcast and, and aren't watching, um, I have like a whole bunch of memories that are all around me. And um, sometimes I remember exactly who gave them to me, but mostly it's like a, a this standout uh, circumstance or someone gives something to you that you find to be really, really meaningful. So I just was thinking about that. I thought I'd throw out if you guys have any stories that you want to share today. Um, well, you can go ahead and share them in in the chat. And Aaron, if one pops into your mind. Yeah, I've had a few pop in. I do want to say uh, um, I, I, it's one of those things where I look back at different stages of my life and I don't know how to trust my memories on stuff. So like when I get too early, like I could be completely forgetting things. But I remember if you wanted me to have a happy you know, gift day, whether it be Christmas, birthday, whatever, all you had to do was get me one of those, I called them magic books. Now, this isn't a book about, you know, doing magic, although I love those too. This this is the magic pen books. I oh, don't know if you've seen these. Yeah, my mom and, and dad got one for Iris when we, before we went to the restaurant uh, yesterday. We all went to a restaurant for the first time in a year, and she just sat down and was, those things are yeah. amazing. The, I, I used to love those. Uh, there was a series of them called Yes and No, and the No is spelled K-N-O-W. And there was like, uh, you know, you would learn things from it. There were little games. Like there was this uh, kind of a minesweeper kind of game where you would, you know, color off squares Avoid and hope bomb. not to yeah. hit the, the bombs <laughs> yeah. and stuff. Like, yeah, I just remember vividly that that, that was all I needed. Like, I love that would, you know, keep me occupied for hours. But again, I don't know how to trust my memory on that because I really don't remember uh, a lot specifically but is it um, like it's like you don't remember that the really expensive thing you remember the little things on the side it's it's like the stories of like uh, uh, when something comes in a big box and the children jump in the box and the, and it becomes a rocket ship and they're more mm -hmm. interested in the big box rather than what was inside of it it's stuff like right. that they can yeah. kind of uh unexpectedly turn into really fun memories uh yeah. let's other than, see. it was a lot of sports stuff other than that like, you know, I remember getting my first basketball and basketball hoop and yeah. Polly says, my youngest would always steal my 30 foot tape measure. So on Christmas, when she was three, I gave her a six foot just for her. And, a th and three years later, she still has it and plays with it and uses it. Nice. <laughs> That's so cute. 
Yeah. I I should do the same thing um, for Iris because she loves measuring things. I taught her how to do it. I, I have like a little tiny one in my drawer and she'll just go around and she'll say, let's measure this. And she'll measure pens and anything in my office. Uh, Cause she has, she has freedom to come in here and play and draw. She has her own little notebook here that she can kind of do her own little doodles in whenever she wants to. That's fun. That's and so, fun. Um, I want to yeah. give a shout out to uh, Super Sherwin in the, the chat uh, who, who says, hi, I just got here. I found <laughs> this on YouTube. What is this about? And why should I stay? Convince me you have one minute after reading this. Good luck. <laughs> and I will just say to you, Super Sherwin, we do not bow to your pressure. If you like what you watch, keep watching. <laughs> if you don't, feel free. Here, this to, is to why you elsewhere. stay. You stay because my four-year-old drew this. Yeah, yeah, that's exactly okay. right. For the four-year-old cat why. drawings. <laughs> that's why. Uh, let's uh, see. What else do you guys have here? Um, Nick says, as a kid, it was my Ninja Turtles pizza shooter vehicle. Well, it sounds rad. More recently, my wife got me a mini egg pan so I can make homemade breakfast sandwiches easier. It's the best gift ever. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's Guys, not bad. Guys, I just want to let you know, anytime you mention a kitchen item, Aaron has a 96% chance of just going off about air fryers. <laughs> so just Listen, I was going to say warning. a thing about an air fryer, but since you brought it up... <laughs> We love our air fryer. Uh, I fry a lot of stuff in that. It has been so, I, like, I, here's the thing. I'm not a huge fan of, uh, like, Long John Silver's or um, what's the Captain D's, but I love fried shrimp and I love fried clams. And those are the only, like, you know, restaurants, like, quick restaurants I can go to get it. Now I have an air fryer. I just buy frozen uh, fried clams and shrimp and fry them up in the air fryer and they taste as good if not better than when you get them from a place like that. So, yeah, it's been it's been revolutionary. So, and he, they they talk about it all the time in our work chat. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I mean, it comes up every day. <laughs> <laughs> if, if someone posts something that they're eating, the question is like, did you do that in an air fryer? Anyway. <laughs> Mariella says, uh, my favorite gifts were tools. I should have been a carpenter. Yeah, that's it is interesting to watch my kids as they've grown up. Um, it's almost like they like the things that aren't meant for them because there's a mystery to them. I think yeah. the tape measure is kind of that too, right? Like, and for my boys, the tape measure thing was always how cool it was when it went like, like you know, back the into danger the thing. of losing an eye. <laughs> yes, the danger of the world's worst paper cut. Um, yeah, things are crazy. So, so there's, there's that aspect of it that, uh, that's really fun for them. So, yeah. Doc says, remember those hoops and yo-yo cards? Yeah. Those goofy audio cards? Do you remember I audio cards? Those. Didn't remember they were called hoops and yo-yo. Uh, that's interesting. I love this. I love these yeah. conversations. Let's see. Here's one from Jose. The third. My birthday coincided with Father's Day, and my dad and I went to a performance of In the Heights. Ooh. My dad, who immigrated to New York from El Salvador, was in tears less than 10 minutes in, and that was the best gift. I mean, come on. Yeah. I'm excited for the movie to come out. I've never seen the play. Um, I'm excited for the movie to come out. Uh, Lin-Manuel is just, he's just a genius. So, excited for that. 
Flashpoint Gaming says, my favorite gift is what comes in the Amazon truck. <laughs> it's like Santa Claus on his days off. Seriously, though, my favorite birthday gift was the birth of my oldest son. He was born five days before my birthday. That's awesome. Yeah. That's awesome. Says, How do you know if someone has an air fryer? Don't worry, they will tell you. <laughs> <laughs> I resemble that remark. Acres Ridge Forge says, "My favorite gift uh, every child is now was uh, oh was my red radio fly, flyer wagon. I used it for everything: play, work, and hauling." Nice. Elizabeth says, "I got a globe for my birthday." It's a simple gift. My friend said when she saw it, she had to get it for me. Those are the ones that I love the most when someone's like, I saw this and it made me think about you. Mm -hmm. um, it just yeah. makes, makes your heart happy. Especially, yeah. especially when it's really close to who you are. Uh, yeah. yeah. One of my most favorite gifts that I ever got was from a friend of mine. Her name is Solis. Uh, she, her, her grandmother, who was, she was really close with and cared for very deeply had passed away and she was going through some of her things and she had, her grandmother had left her some jewelry, which she didn't wear. She doesn't wear jewelry. Um, and she also didn't, you know, have a relationship with God or anything, but she knew that I did. And there was this one pendant uh, that was uh, like a Catholic pendant, but it was a very modernized. So, you know, like most of them might be, I, I can't remember which saint it was. Okay. If anyone's Catholic in the chat, it's the saint that apparently carried Jesus across the water. There's like a river or something. If you know what it is, let me know. But anyhow. St. Christopher. St. Christopher. Whoa, Google searcher. Um, <laughs> I didn't know the story. But the, the interesting thing is because it was such a modernized symbol, I did not know what it was. Uh, I went to a store one day and they're like, oh, I think that's St. Christopher. I've never seen something like that. Usually they're very you know, stamped and, and etched and very clearly. And then they have like a little saint, like halo over Jesus and all this stuff. But this one was literally just, it looked like a very, very modernized uh, art piece. And I loved that pendant so much. I wore it all the time. Um, I also wore a key with it, a really meaningful, like little key symbol with it. And on the back of the uh, Catholic St. Christopher, my key swung back and forth and it made a groove into the back of it. I wore it so much. It's amazing. And, and years later, uh, Solis, she had an experience. She realized that she believed in God. And I just knew I had to give it back to her because it was from her grandmother. And now it would have meaning for her in a way that it didn't before. It was one of the hardest things I've ever given back. <laughs> but I did. I gave it back to her. And it was like, receiving something um that was really powerful so that's one of my favorite gifts that i've ever given and received at the same time amazing so yep uh absolutely amazing uh lolly says last year my birthday happened right as everything closed for the pandemic um my husband uh bought big lego stormtroopers for us to Ooh. build it made the stay-at-home order more fun uh that, that was fun I'd like to put together some Legos. That just sounds like a lot of Acres fun. Ridge Forge, speaking the truth, as an adult, I think my favorite gift is the day my older kids were fully oh potty gosh. trained. Holy crap, I hate changing dirty diapers. Okay, Acres, can you just please send me some love? Because <laughs> who is the patron saint of no longer changing dirty diapers? Yeah, I want, I need <laughs> to go. I, get that I, need, I, need to, I need to get that one. <laughs> I do. I would wear that every day. 
<laughs> please, please just go in the body, please. <laughs> oh my gosh. Uh, you ready to go on to your topic? Yeah, Ryan? we can do that for sure. Um, let's see my topic today. <laughs> What is something that someone invented just for you, whether they even know you exist or not? Um, just something you've seen in your life or received in your life. It's very interesting. We both kind of uh, have like uh, perfect gifts uh, in mind yeah. today. But uh, I have known this was for me for a long time, but I finally got it. I've been using it this entire show. Um, but I, lungs. Uh, <laughs> my lungs, I, I finally received my lungs. Uh, they were invented just for me. Uh, a fidget dice. Uh, oh. Finally went ahead and, and ordered one of these. I'm so excited so, to hear you because we talked about this for years and we never did it. Right, right. And it's, I mean, it's not expensive. You know, it's not like, it's just, it's one of those things like, you know, I just never thought to buy it. But it is so great. Every side has different textures, different things. They're not too loud. Like this is probably the loudest it's, it gets is the click one. Um, so, <laughs> uh, but yeah, I love it. Cause I can just sit here and play with it and, you know, keep it out of sight. And it, it kind of gives that ADD part of my brain something to do, um, while we're, <laughs> while we're having conversation. So yeah, right before you answered that, Lolly was like, is it an air fryer? Aaron? <laughs> so I was like, yeah, was it? <laughs> yeah. But when I look at, when I look at this, I'm like, okay. Not only is it good for my fidgeting, but it's also it's also a die. Like I collect die. Like you know what I mean. Like it's shaped yeah. like one. It's colored like one. Some of the you know different things are are like it. So like it fits right in with my. Like it was in. It feels like it was invented for me. A fidget toy that looks like just for you. Uh, a pair of dice because I, I did get two of them. I got a, a black and they're black and white, which are my favorite colors. And I don't no, know. It just until I started working with you every day and doing a show where, you know, when we're on radio, we have to be quiet in our real world. And to mm -hmm. see you struggle with not you like genuinely having to have something in your hands to touch. Yeah. I, I'd never actually seen somebody who would benefit from having a fidget anything. Yeah. And so I didn't realize it was actually like a thing. I was like, just stop moving your hands. <laughs> like, which seems so insensitive now. <laughs> but, That's a simple solution, Aaron. Um, yeah, just don't move just them. Stop, you know? But I, I didn't realize how valuable that would be for somebody. And we've talked about it so many times. I love my, I think one of my, my favorite thing right now to mess around with is this side right here. There's this little like ball bearing right here that spins like, mm -hmm. you know, 360, but it also pressure, it also, you can depress it. Yeah. And so like, there's this double, I don't know, it's, it feels Sensation? really cool. Yeah. I, I just, I, <laughs> I just um, love that part of it. I wonder too, like, so we've talked about Iris, you know, biting her nails and stuff. And then my husband also having the same kind of thing where he's got, he's, he's constantly feeling you know, his fingers for any kind of abnormality that's not smooth. Mm -hmm. And I was watching this commercial, an ad rather on, I think yeah. it was Instagrams. I'm being targeted. Uh, <laughs> it's a strip. Yes, it's a strip of paper. It looks, well, it almost just looks like a strip of gum and it's supposed to be uh, a sensation pad. It looks like a bandaid essentially, but it, on the surface of it, it, it has texture to it. And apparently you just 
peel it, you stick it on like your desk or your laptop or wherever, and then you can just touch it. And it's supposed to help call, like, instead of picking at your, your skin or feeling mm-hmm. things that are itchy or whatever, you just touch that and it redirects your brain. And I literally was thought, Oh, that's really good for people who need that. But like I said, I would never have thought it was a thing. Iris just struggles with it so much. She's constantly yeah. just trying to get like a smoothness to her, her skin. So, yeah, anyway. uh, I'm liking some of these. Let's start here. Uh, it's four one seven says left-handed stuff. That's a great example of, you know, something my, my dad's left-handed and he would os- often talk about how amazing it was, was when he found something he loved that was actually left-handed, you know? Um, that they actually took the time to go, oh, this might be different for someone who uh, prefers their left hand and, and actually designed a left-handed version. So I think that's a, a great example of kind of that feeling that I'm talking about, like this was meant for me, you know, uh, kind of thing. So yeah, I love that one. Uh, Acres Ridge says, my dad made a custom-made lawnmower handle just the right size for me when I was seven or eight so I could feel important and help cut the grass. Um that is really sweet and also very manipulative. Um, <laughs> I'm trying to think of something that I think was made just for me. I'm yeah. going to struggle. I'm going to struggle with this one. No, you're good. You're good. Um, Lolly says, my mother-in-law had spinal surgery, which resulted in weak hands. We found a toy that has three attachments to help grip, twist, and lever ring pulls on cans. It's simple, but she hadn't opened a tin without help in five years because she couldn't do the ring pulls. That's really awesome. That is awesome. Yep. Uh, Flashpoint Gaming Twitch was invented just for me. I love this interactive reality TV talk show. Uh, Thank you. Appreciate that. We love it too. I love Twitch. It's been something that I'm super happy for. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. Nick I'm talking about pop think. culture. Star Wars Expanded Universe got me hooked and connected shared universes. So when the MCU happened, it felt like it was made with me in mind. Its box office results would imply it's not just for me. <laughs> I mean, that's a fair observation. That's, that's good self-awareness there. <laughs> not the only person in the universe, <laughs> turns out. <laughs> Tur- turns out, yeah, it may have been for a lot of people. Uh, Slab says, Iris was made just for you, Danae. Aw, end scene. (laughs) Aw, guys, that's the end of the show. That's it right there. (laughs) Uh, Let's see. Moco Mate says, I've only ever found one trinket with my name spelled right. Um, Yeah, that's an interesting one. Yeah. uh, Yep. Having an interesting name, has it certainly limits the things you can pick up when you're traveling. Like when I went by my first name, it was at one point in time everywhere, but even when I shortened it down to like, so my first name is Jennifer and I went by Jenny for a long time with an I. And mm. that was hard to find because it was a unique spelling at the time. Um, I've never found anything with Danae on it and I never will. <laughs> like no one, no one has that. So I feel that. I will tell you, uh, as an Aaron, it is not an uncommon name, and it is also right at the top every single every time. time. So Lucky it's you. like when your name starts with two A's, uh, there's there, it's going to be easy to find. So you. Yeah. Um, Acre says, for you guys in radio, I feel like acoustic sound panels were made just for you guys. Yeah. Oh, my God. There is this sound panel I really want to play with, but I don't have one, and I don't have the guts to get one. But I'm sure if I figured it out, I'd be like, this is made just for me. And it's one now, where wait, you can like loop you think, your own what do you voice. Think? No, that's not. He's talking about uh, acoustic sound panels. 
Oh, I see. That's different. I think. (laughs) Squishy, squishy (laughs) panels. I got you. I got you. Pillows are made just for me. I love them. Nate's talking about uh, like a loop board or whatever they would call it. Someday. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Doc says, podcasts for me because I like listening to people talk and share their opinions on stuff. I'm including live shows like this. Oh, well, I appreciate that. We love podcasts as well. I love podcasts too. I still can't think of something specific. I'm going to think of it after the show. I'm going to write it down and then I'm going to just bring it out. Like I'm going to blurt it out. (laughs) I'm just going to blurt it. What about your coffee press? Is that invented just for you? Nope. No, no. I'm trying to think of something that when I discovered it, it was this Mm -hmm. massive, like, (gasps) right. I didn't know that this was a thing. Right. The problem is, is I launch my memories out of my mind so mm. fast until I come across something that I wrote down. It's like, dear diary, today I found something <laughs> I think was made just for me. <laughs> maybe God, maybe God made turtles just for you. You know, maybe. Uh, nope. No. Okay. Nope. Fair enough. When I discovered them, I didn't think this is just for me. I thought, how cool is this? Okay. I'm just trying. I'm trying yeah. to help. No, no, no. It's I know. Be a, Keep it's going. Got, no, no, no. It's got to be an office supply of some sort. Right. There's got to be some yeah, sort maybe. of office supply that you're just like, this is perfect. Where has this been all my life? Maybe just the office supply store in general. Like, <laughs> this place was made just for me. <laughs> just for me. It is my Disneyland. Yeah. I I would say something like IKEA too, you know, like going in, but that place is just too overwhelming. It was it mm-hmm. was too much. Yeah. Well, I don't enough. know. I'll think of it. I'll think of something, we, but it'll just happen a lot later. <laughs> well, that's fine. We can get into the U questions. Uh, if you like, I know I saw a couple. I'm not sure if they disappeared. Um, we can go back and look at those. If you've got a question for us, now is the time to uh, get that question in. Uh, uh, just Slab put a just U says, at the oh, beginning. No, go ahead. Slab says, Danae doesn't look like a Jenny. That's right. I'm Danae. <laughs> Danae is so, a Danae. I was so happy to change my name. <laughs> Um, shed that old. Did people call you Jenny or Jennifer or Jen? Jenny. Okay. Yeah. Back. So when I was, uh, given the name Jennifer, my dad, who was raised on a farm in rural Missouri said, well, if we name her Jennifer, we can never call her Jenny because a Jenny is a mule. (laughs) (laughs) Thanks. So. When I wanted to stop going as Jennifer and call myself Jenny, that's why I chose. We chose the I, which was a big deal because everyone big was deal. Jenny with a big Y, deal. but a Jenny with a Y is a mule, you see. So we had to convince my dad. My dad was like, "Okay, we can call you Jenny," but I hated it. I always hated my name. I tried to change my name to Danae many, many times, but once you're in school and all your school friends, it's just it. it People think that you're trying to draw attention to yourself when you try to change your name. Like yeah. you think you're something special. Have, um, you've never officially changed it, have you? I don't I, I have guess. to. Correct. No, no. So, right. yep. Yeah. I, I always find it interesting. My wife will talk about, who is a Jennifer, will talk about how different people in her life are the only ones that call her a certain version of her name. And I always find that interesting with people who have different versions of their name. You know what I mean? where it's like uh, her parents are the only ones that call her Jenny. And, you know, I call her Jen, and then everybody else calls her Jennifer. And so it's it's uh, it's really interesting in that way. So uh, Slab Ad. is just being very kind. Very Danae kind does today. not look like a mule. <laughs> I appreciate <laughs> that. 
Um, uh, Acres says, my name is Jake, which apparently is a male turkey. <laughs> I found that out in school. Thanks, friends. Yeah. 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 Friends are yeah. great. Uh, you question from Jeremiah. I saw Justin, that would be uh, Danae's husband, tweet about WrestleMania, and I wanted to ask what experience, if any, do you all have with pro wrestling? <laughs> Danae, would you like to start or would you like me to start? Go ahead. You go ahead and I'll 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 top it off. I grew I grew up uh when WrestleMania took off with Hulk Hogan and like it like pro wrestling uh launched when I was in that prime age for being like, oh, this is the coolest thing. Never once thought, oh, this is the coolest thing. I thought it was so dumb, even as a 12-year-old. I just I didn't get it. I didn't understand it. I I was the guy that would look at my friends and go, you know, this is fake right like why are you rooting for like do you go to do you go to the movies and root for the plot this way like somebody made this up <laughs> like it's just it's so weird to get emotionally invested in a story that has been made up in like a rooting kind of way like i get emotionally invested in movies all the time because the story draws me in i understand that part of it but i don't understand like the cheering and the oh like the sports part of it makes no sense to me and it never has um so i i begrudgingly put up with my friends <laughs> thanks matt uh i begrudgingly put up with my friends who loved it and i you know as as a youngin i was certainly much more judgmental probably than i should have should have been but it was that it was kind of a banter thing you know we would banter back and forth about how silly it was and how much they loved it and and that kind of stuff. But um, I've never gotten the appeal. Part of that is also I'm not a gladiatorial type guy. Like, I just don't like that kind of stuff. I don't like boxing. I don't like mixed martial arts. I don't like football. Um, so, yeah, that that part of it uh, has never appealed to me either. So, so yeah. I personally was um, WWE or whatever, WCW, whatever it was before. No, 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 no. WWF. WWF. Mm -hmm. which then they had to stop using WWF the world wildlife pandas attacked them. Yeah. That's right. <laughs> um, I remember that being something that my dad watched. And so I have fond memories of watching it with my dad. Mm -hmm. Sure. And I also remember the Hulk Hogan, you know, explosion, but I didn't pay any attention to it until, um, I was in one of my first jobs. I worked at a, a store in the mall that used to be popular called Gadzooks, which is no longer a, a store, but they sold like they had a whole wall of funny shirts in the back. And a lot of them are wrestle shirts and through conversation with other people that I worked with and then people who'd come in. Um, it was like during the stone cold Steve Austin era and things like that. So I knew stuff that was happening in just really superficial way. Fast forward. I meet my husband. And, um, he is a huge WrestleMania fan, like wrestle WWE. He listens to the podcast. He's watched everything. In fact, the other day for our job, this is funny. Um, so part of what Aaron and I do is we write jokes for a YouTube channel and we are writing jokes for this one show, uh, Falcon winter soldier boy, Disney fly, fly, whatever, whatever. Bucky's bad show. Where did they named it that? I, I don't know what in, in the room when somebody was like Falcon Winter Boy, Fly Fly, whatever, whatever, Bucky guy. I don't I it's really strange that they went with that as the title, but hey, here we are. 
there's this moment when one of the characters that is supposed to be this beloved character does something pretty like bad, right? And I know because of conversations with my husband that this is called turning heel in yeah, the world of WWE. Mm-hmm. And so I'm trying to find this funny thing to insert in my in this joke that I'm writing. And I, I get to ask my husband like, hey, babe, when's a moment that I could try to find some really funny audio on of someone turning heel. And he was like searching through his mind. He's like, it was this year and it was this event on this day. And it's, and I just looked it up what he told me. And there was like the perfect audio clip of, of I guess Hulk Hogan turned yeah, into Hulk, a bad yeah. guy Hogan's heel turn. in this yeah. really big fashion or whatever. And I'm like, this is perfect. So it's just super fun because he is that guy that like knows all of that stuff. He's the guy that has friends over for WrestleMania. And even though I don't understand it and I kind of think it's just dumb, <laughs> it's just something that he really enjoys. It's his soap opera. So when, uh... and it's also interesting too, I have to say, cause I will hear the podcasts on and the content on in the background of the uh, wrestlers talking about, what they're doing behind the scenes uh, and their love of what they're doing. And that to me is really interesting. The, hearing their passion and their respect for it is really interesting to me. So even if I don't like like what they're doing necessarily, I think the whole world in and of itself is really, I don't, I don't like it. Yeah. So like I said, I've never gotten it, but also there is this curious part of me, but WrestleMania has always been like a pay-per-view kind of thing. And there's no way I'm, I'm paying money to see it. Yeah. But this year, um, NBC bought it for Peacock and I already have Peacock. And I got to tell you, I was tempted to watch both nights of WrestleMania and just kind of see what the, all the fuss was about and see if it would kind of work. And I was, I was tempted to tell Justin, he could come watch it on the big screen if he wanted oh to, my gosh. you know, he would have like been there in a heartbeat. Well, actually no, because they did something different, you know, we're in this really interesting era too of watching this stuff because it used to be you could watch it all this way. You you buy mm-hmm. the pay-per-view and all this, and now you have to buy like the peacock and mm-hmm. then it ha- you have to watch it live. You can't start it and then get caught up. And so he was up until like two o'clock in the morning because they waited until it was over to start it from the beginning. They had to wait like oh, an hour they couldn't, and a half. They couldn't start they, it right when it started? N- that when they started, it was starting live in the moment and they couldn't rewind it. So they had to wait for the whole thing to end and then for it to upload. Like it took over an hour for it to become available. And they stayed yeah. up the entire night to watch it so that they could watch the next day. Um, but wrestling fans are just fascinating to me. Uh, sure. Yeah. <laughs> I guess I, fans I, of any kind. In a and way I, much, I, am, uh, I am much less judgment. I mean, there's no, uh, there's not an ounce of judgment in me for people that love it because it is entertainment. And honestly, if you're talking about gladiatorial sports, it is at least one where the attempt in telling the story is to be safe. Do these wrestlers get injured? Absolutely. Do they hurt themselves? Absolutely. And sometimes uh, horribly so. Yeah. But at least the point of the game is not to injure the other person like some no. actual gladiatorial sports are. The, the point is to entertain and to try to be as safe as possible while doing it. Um, I think, so I think I Justin really enjoys too, like me learning about that stuff, like learning about the era when they used to have little razor blades and they would cut their foreheads to make mm-hmm. like yeah. to make it look really bloody and gory. Yeah. And then and so all these old wrestlers have these little nick marks all over their foreheads. Does he from... talk about the uh, shoot matches? That's that that one interests is interests me the most. I think that's I what they're called. So. Is a shoot match where like something goes wrong and the people in the ring decide they're actually fighting. Like they they're 
like throw I the story know. away and they just they just go at it like i don't know i think that's called a shoot shoot or something like that but that happens every once in a while where like they just get in the moment and they actually hate each other in the moment and it's just like um you know so there are these famous i think they're called shoot mac matches or something like that i'm not a, a wrestle fan i like um, uh jeremiah uh, says aaron Watch night one of WrestleMania and you will get hooked. <laughs> the main event especially was so good. And I also like how, uh, I'm, I apologize if I say your name wrong, but Sojin20 says, meh. That's <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, amazing. <laughs> great questions. Uh, you guys can keep them coming. We'll stay on for a little while here. Uh, you question, what is a skill you want to learn? This comes from JCD. Recently, I've been debating on looking into learning how to play golf. Ooh, um, well, there's clubs in a little white ball and you hit the little white ball with the clubs there. I taught you how, um, yeah. Oh man. Um, I, so the hard thing for me about learning a new skill is focusing on learning. <laughs> it's just like, I've got so many other things happening right now that, to make myself sit down and do something new, it had better be something really important to me. Mm -hmm. um, and then at the same time, like I thought, I thought about picking up old skills, for example, and just refreshing on them. Mm -hmm. uh, my guitar, like guitar is an example. Yep. yep, my guitar is an example of that. I thought about picking up crafting that I used to do a long time ago. I used to like create jewelry, and I would sew beads together to make these really thick bands of beads that were really beautiful. I thought about doing that just as a sort of way to do something very focused that takes time since everything I do right now is kind of just quick, 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 but something new. I thought about video editing, but let me tell you something. Once you know how to video edit, people have expectations. And I'm like, I don't know if I want to learn that. <laughs> hey, I have the same feeling about learning how to do laundry. <laughs> Oh Once God. you learn how to do it, people expect you to do your own laundry. Yeah, they do. Amazing. <laughs> um, I I have thought about there are two major uh, things that I would like to learn, but I just I don't have the dedication to do it. Um, one of those is, did you want to talk about being a welder, Danae? Is that why you put that, I that didn't up mean there? I to click it so quickly. Oh. <laughs> Continue speaking and then we'll get to this. What, one of them is music. Uh, I'd love to learn how to play a an instrument, specifically a songwriting instrument, either guitar or piano. Um, I was going to say, I, I, Iris got a, a new little flute recorder thing. If you want to come <laughs> over. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I did, for a bit, learn to play bass guitar um for a bit uh but didn't you know didn't really pursue it um and then the other is a language i'd love to learn a language i really would oh yeah I, that's a good one i i, I think on, it would be so beneficial <laughs> i listen Your notifications so aren't working for me come <laughs> over to my house <laughs> that's right yeah there there are plenty of avenues where it's where it is easier than ever to learn uh, a language and i just can't dedicate the time to it um i'm not motivated enough because I don't need it in my day-to-day -day life. Yeah. Um, and I understand that there'd be benefit for it beyond my day-to-day -day life, um, especially if sometime in the future I just I was able to travel to different places. I would love to be able, I don't know, I just I'd love to be able to communicate. You know how much I love words, right? And how much I love language. That's why I, I would love mm -hmm. to know all the cool words in other languages and how to use them and to be able to pun in other languages is so fun and interesting to me. And 
Yeah, um, that's a so, good one. That's a really but, good one. I choose know. that one. That's the one that I'm going to go with. Uh, Iker says that um, they can see me as a welder. Yeah. I think somebody's been watching Flashdance too much. Uh, I think that's uh, that's the issue here. I'm just trying to... Man, me around power tools scares me. <laughs> <laughs> me I don't too. know. I mean, not you around pow power... Me around power tools scares me too. Yeah, and I'm also thinking like... There's part of me that would, that would be like, can I weld this together? And what about this? Can I put this together? I come over in your your processor is like all the. <laughs> it's like merged with my yeah. with my ring light. Yeah. <laughs> Look what I did. It's amazing. Oh, here's an interesting one. Akers asks, what is the one thing your parents took away or did that you're still upset about? Ooh. Mm. Ooh. Trying to stir up some drama, considering our parents watch our shows. <laughs> sure, sure they do. Watch and listen. Um, mm. You know, uh, in in this 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 will sound. I know how this sounds to most people, but oh, no. nothing, nothing, nothing. There's nothing. I I I really appreciate the way my parents parented. Um, you know, the easy answer is movies, right? Because we didn't go to movies, and I didn't go to movies till I was in college. Uh, and I obviously love movies, but I honestly, I, it, it doesn't bother me um, because I understand. I understand where it came from for them. And and it wasn't something I fought against. I was like, cool, I get it. And it's your house. I'm your kid. And then uh, then I made my own decisions uh, yeah. about that once once I left. I, I just, I don't, I don't and it, it's also not my personality to kind of remember that stuff. So there's probably stuff I'm not remembering. Um, but no, I don't remember anything that my parents took away or did that I'm still upset about. Here's Slendemon weighing in on this one. I will never let my mom forget when she made me play an extra year of soccer that I didn't want to play because the coach came to her and was desperate for a left-footed <laughs> defender. <laughs> so, okay, the reason I really Man, want to that's highlight this yeah. is because um, I attended a virtual uh, baby shower over the weekend. It was really cool. They used a website um, that has a massive uh, interactive whiteboard feature. And it was like 40 people all jumped onto like a Google Hangout. And we were all on this whiteboard together. And they had put all these different games for us to play. It was really fun and interactive. And um, the final one was something called the Tree of Advice. And they had all these sticky notes and you could grab a sticky note and you could drag it up onto the tree and different parts represented different phases, baby, uh, like the young child and then teenager. And the idea was that you would, uh, put the sticky note like up. So for example, for me, I put it up on teenager and just wrote advice from Danae's teenager brain to this mother, uh, advi advice that I would give. And, uh, then afterwards we all realized it was kind of like a therapy session because everyone was just dumping their trauma on this tree. Um, and one of them was this woman that, that said, she's like, don't make your child play, uh, sports, uh, or do extracurricular uh, events if they don't want to. And so the person that was putting on this event said, okay, so who wrote this one? Do you want to talk about? <laughs> and she said that her parents made her play the French horn from 
when she was in middle school all the way through college and she hated it. And as soon as she graduated college, she put her horn down and she never touched it again because she just genuinely didn't like it. Uh, And I was like, man, that's such a good piece of advice. You know, now here Slendamon is saying something similar. I'm, I'm really curious. I'm, I, I told my husband, if we had a boy, we would not make him play sports and things like this and girl too, but specifically football. Cause I was, I'm really like iffy about contact sports for little ones. But then I'm like, now that I have a little girl, I'm like, she will go to martial arts training and learn how to <laughs> kick people's butts. <laughs> so <laughs> I have to be really careful because <laughs> yeah. I want to make her do that to, to, so she can learn how to defend herself. I, I think there's something about that question <laughs> that is is interesting to me because I've been thinking about it more. And I think I'm being honest when I say I can't think of anybody who I harbor any kind of like um, uh, discomfort about, like being upset about something from the past is just not built into me. I understand how we're all different. I know of times where I feel like I've been uh, wrongfully uh, harmed or you know, poor decisions have been made that have affected me, but man, I just can't live my life that way. Like I just, it's just, I don't know. There's something really beautiful about grace and forgiveness and it's just, it's, it's a he's, lot of peace. And he's being genuine. He's not just doing a throwaway thing here. Yeah, uh, no, no. Jose said, when my brother accidentally dropped my Woody doll out the car, my mom threatened to throw his buzz toy out as well. <laughs> Thankfully my dad <laughs> stopped her. uh i do remember one thing that my parents took away from me i don't harbor any uh ill feelings or upset about it but i think maybe it'd be interesting to people um i subscribed to sports illustrated uh when i was a kid because i love sports and um i never once saw a swimsuit issue (laughs) Mm. (laughs) what a bummer that, no that curves one disappeared. for you <laughs> <laughs> that one seemed to disappear uh every february matt uh, uh, laffer says i remember wanting to play the drums when i was growing up i told my parents and they said they would see what they could do one day i walked in from school to see a shiny new piano wow <laughs> amazing oh wait a minute that's that's quite different yeah um okay so something my parents did that i don't think that there's forgiveness for there's a couple of things I want to say before I say this one is that I had a revelation when I was 18 years old that blew my mind. I'm sure you've all had it already, but I just remember the moment that I realized that my parents were people too, mm-hmm. that they sure. were young moment. when they had my brother and I, they were 19 and 21. So the mistakes that they made as parents are the same mistakes an early 20 year old would make with a whole bunch of responsibility. Sure. And when I realized that as a growing adult myself, all of a sudden it was like, holy crap, I think I'm holding them to this really unrealistic standard. And I began to kind of go back through the filters of pain that you hold as a child that, you know, upset with your parents for making decisions that they made. And I started to try to like, just put it into different perspective. And that really Mm -hmm. helped me a lot. So yes, there are things I wish that they would have done differently. But ultimately, the relationship I still have with them today is very healthy. They're very loving. We're all very supportive. And so, yes, there's definitely some stuff I remember from my childhood that I wish was different. But I don't know that they knew how to do things differently. And I don't know that they would do things differently now. They probably would. But they were just kids. They're just kids yeah. having kids. So, um, and they stayed together and they love each other. So I'm really, ha- I'm really happy for that. 
Uh, eight says, you question, have you tried Sudoku with additional rules? What's the additional I, rule? Yeah, I don't even know what that is. So you the answer is the answer's no, but you've you've piqued my attention. Yeah, what is that? Is, does it involve, um, like, I don't, fruit? <laughs> yes, yes, Danae. Uh, it's Sudoku, <laughs> but yeah. with fruit. Yeah. And uh, exactly. you have to match the fruit to the numbers. Um, I'm always curious about those puzzle games. I absolutely love uh, Sudoku and other... Uh, puzzles like that it's a lot of fun i do want to say for the record uh mad i all i passed the drum test and i would have been able to be a drummer mm. uh but my i don't know if it was my parents decision or if it was the band teacher's decision or both but i ended up being given the trombone and i hated it i was so short i couldn't even reach ninth position i was like this <laughs> 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 awful i hate that thing so much there is nothing stranger yep i'm gonna say this there's nothing stranger (laughs) than those big like i don't even know what the instruments are called but like the big the ones that we get to put your whole face into to blow into like what are those Mm -hmm. pieces called mouthpiece the mouthpiece yeah the mouthpiece that literally can just cover basically like a mask and then you blow they into it. They put their nose in the mouthpiece. It's just, and then you're literally just listen. You're just making these horrible sounds. It tickles. It's spitty. The instrument itself has a spit valve where you oh, you open it up and just go lobs drip out. Like, no. What are we doing, people? What are we doing? I passed the drum test. (laughs) So you brought back the memory. (laughs) I just want to hit things and make really cool sounds. Like, why am I Uh, getting into something right now? This is awful. Sorry. Amazing. I'm having trauma flashbacks. Yeah. Uh, Nick says, (laughs) you question. I mowed the lawn yesterday and I can't stop looking at the window at my freshly cut lawn and how good it looks. What's something weird you do slash are proud of because of the work you put into it? (laughs) This would assume I put work into things. Uh, Yeah. No, this is I I do know this feeling like, you know, you kind of pat yourself on the back. Um, Yeah, Aaron, what is it? (laughs) It's organization for me. It's always organization. It's an Excel spreadsheet. It's a room that I've organized. Like when everything is in its place and, you know, I clean the, I clean the kitchen most mornings and I look at it and I go that kitchen chef's kiss. Like, you know, everything's where it's supposed to be. All the counters are clean. Like, you know, chef's kiss. Uh, So yeah, I I definitely do know that feeling both in uh, actual, you know, work around the house, but also in um, work on computers as well like with spreadsheets and that kind of stuff this is gonna seem like a total cop out um but i have been saving some money up and coming up into this weekend we're gonna have family over and i had three busy weeks of work and i have a, a professional organizer that has been helping me she is my um my house excuse me a little hiccup in my throat she is like my house therapist and she's helped me learn how to like let go of things and organize things and come to terms with my uh, desire to keep and hoard things that I don't necessarily need to. So she's been like a guru for me and she's been working with me for a year. She came over. I was so busy with work. I literally just, she said, you know what? I know how to declutter your house and just walk through. It had been like a, a four weeks since she'd been over and our house had just been doing the clutter pile thing. So I worked while she organized and cleaned up my house. And I felt really guilty about that. I'd never done it before. 
Um, but I felt really guilty about it. But at the same time, I was like, this is a relief. I have this as a backup. Then four days later, I had asked someone to come over and do a house clean because I was so busy. I couldn't clean the house and I was so stressed about it. So your question's interesting. I am actually proud. This is, sounds weird that I had the resources to have help because I needed it so <laughs> yeah. badly. And I usually struggle so hard and I make myself feel like crap because I'm not also in the trenches doing work with somebody and like proving that I can do it. But I had to hire help. And you know what? I put work in to do that. I'm busting my butt to have the resources to do that. And it was really awesome that day that at the end of Friday to wake up Saturday morning and to have an organized house and a clean house and to know I did absolutely none of it. I loved it so much. I was like, oh, I mean, I can't do that all the time, obviously. That's sure. crazy. But this, I was like, thank you that I have people in my life that I can lean on for help because I needed it really bad. Yeah. I was living some nasty life. <laughs> JCD says, I'm now wondering if Aaron was ever grounded. Um, that is a good question. It is a question for my parents. I actually don't remember ever being grounded. Uh, I remember one time. I forgot to tell them uh, to call and check in and tell them I was staying later at a friend's uh, house. And and they were upset about that, understandably so. And I tried to communicate better after. Um, but my I, listen, I don't remember my a lot of my childhood. Uh, just my brain lets go of a lot of the past. But according to my parents, um, I wasn't often in trouble. When I was in trouble, <laughs> because they, they didn't know where I was and they would find me somewhere reading. <laughs> like this, oh, they would find me in the house. Rebel. Like so I snuck off and I was reading a book somewhere. Um, that's I was what in I've trouble been told. So. regularly. <laughs> All the time. I, I believe it. I believe it. Yeah. Aaron and I have very different experiences to get to where we are today. Sure. <laughs> yeah. Tyler says, you question, if you could have had any teacher from a movie or TV show, who would you want? Mrs. Feeney. Wait, wait, Mr. Feeney. <laughs> Mrs. Frizzle. Yeah, yeah. I think you're thinking of bus. Magic School Bus. I'm yeah. thinking Magic School Bus. Yeah. What's Mr. Feeney? That sounds so familiar. Yeah, Mr. Feeney is. You're looking it um, up. You're looking it yeah. up. Yeah. That is. I don't. What is that from? Okay, Tyler, you have to tell us what that's from. Uh, Saint Elsewhere. Is that Boy Meets World? Someone said Boy I Meets World. Yeah, Boy Meets World. Yeah, I think Someone that's right. Feeny. I think that's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. I don't know. I don't know what Feeny is from. I never watched Boy Meets World. Thank what you guys would the answer in the chat. Be for you. You. What teacher? Mrs. Frizzle, 100%. Come on. Like yeah, a I crazy, wild, a, yeah. who breaks all the rules, who never needs a permission slip, who takes you into dangers unknown. I love that show. Probably like uh, Bill Nye. Or um, like one of the science, maybe even like Mr. Wizard from like way back in the day. Uh, he was yeah. a ton of fun. Um, so yeah, yeah, something like that. Yeah, that that would be. Who wouldn't choose Mrs. Frizzle though? I mean me. I, <laughs> I, I, I literally... says, Fizzle, Frizzle took her kids into people's stomachs. I'm good. <laughs> <laughs> what Cod says, Bill Nye. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I just think that sounds like so much fun. Of course, I would go with some fantastical world instead of something grounded in reality. Of course, I yeah. would. Mariella says, you topic, the last movie to make you cry. Uh, I just watched Words on Bathroom Walls and it made Ooh. me cry. Um, 
probably the last movie I watched. <laughs> I cry a lot at movies. Wonder Woman 1984. It was terrible. <laughs> Tears of anguish. God, why are you doing this? Why? Why did you do this? Um, I cried watching. I cried there. I don't remember what part, but I definitely did cry during the. Oh, what's the new? Uh, what's the new Disney movie? Soul. Nope. Newer than uh, that. Raya. Raya yes. and the Last Dragon. But I can't remember what part, but there was a particular part that I cried at. And I find it strange the parts that I cry at in movies. Yeah. Um, I remember being like, why here? Why in this moment am I crying? And um, of course, I don't remember it because crying is something I don't like to think about. <laughs> crying is weakness. Emotion. I don't like it. <laughs> uh, onward. Uh, cried a lot watching Onward. Um, but yeah, I, I, I cry a lot. I cried last night. Time. Yeah. I, I cried last night watching uh, the latest episode of This Is Us. So, mm-hmm. you know. You're still watching happens. that show? That's amazing. Yeah. It's, it's oh, one, once you know it, how the dad dies, why stick around? <laughs> my my wife and I watch it together. We have a few shows that we watch together. And so that's one uh, one that, that we enjoy watching together. So, yeah, I still watch it. Fruit Sudoku related question from Molly. <laughs> What's your favorite fruit? Well, the banana's nice because the banana fits diagonally where sometimes you can't fit the 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 apple or the orange. Those have to go like in vertical rows or horizontal rows, but the bananas you can slot in diagonally in the puzzle to to work uh, appropriately. I so. finally understand what you're saying. <laughs> <laughs> What don't you know the rules to fruit Sudoku? Is fruit Sudoku Fru- rules? Fruit my, Doku? my free my favorite fruit in Fruitoku uh is probably the blueberry. <laughs> it's just <laughs> it is a pretty multi-purpose, multi-purpose. Uh, arrange, uh, arrangement fruit. That's not a bad answer. I should say, like, what is it, the goji or something? We're the, the goji oh, berry. We are still hanging out. It's almost 10 30. Hey, listen, you're still asking questions. Oh my God. Uh, you questioned. My aunt took our dog away and then got her own. He went to a better place to grow and run, but my 11 year old self didn't understand that. Uh, that is more a response to one of the yes. other questions. But, uh, yep. but yes. Yeah. Uh, speaking of uh, responses to other uh, questions, let's see. Lolly says, I had some trauma. Um, Danae can never play French horn. The spit valves are awful. And then um, this one, this disturbing thing from Jose, we've started putting puppy dog pads under the trombone players. <laughs> Horrible. That's awesome. That Horrible. is awesome. <laughs> oh, my God. Um, Mad says, dang, Danae got Marie Kondo on speed dial. Yeah. Yeah, uh, and Acres adds, as someone who's never hired someone to come clean, how does this work? Do they come ask you where things go? Okay, let's just talk about this real quickly. Um, when you have someone come to your house, you just tell them the things that you want. So I said, I need the bathrooms cleaned. I and I need uh, I need my floors just vacuumed, and then the surfaces just wiped down, and that's all I need. Um, fast forward a few hours later, and she had wiped down all of the windows. And dusted all kinds of things I didn't expect to dust. And for her, if she has to take something off of a counter, she puts it up on top of something really close by. So if I was missing something, it was really close by. It's always like really close. But you just kind of have to ask. Everyone has different ways uh, if you're actually, you know, wanting to know. 
but it is, it is intimidating to have somebody come to your house. It's also intimidating to have a organizer come to your home who has been given carte blanche. I went out uh, and checked to see how she was doing. She would come in and check on things with me. Hey, does this, where does this go? And then I would tell her, and since she's been here for a year now, she knows. So she would, she would go and put it somewhere. And I was like completely, usually I am such a control freak about that stuff. Like I need to know where everything is. I've got to touch it or know. And because I've worked with her, I, it was like having a second brain, which is such a relief to have someone that, you know, is going to respect her things. I come out there and she had completely reorganized a couple of cabinets in the kitchen. <laughs> I was like, "Uh oh, that's amazing. <laughs> You've gone too far. <laughs> but then I understood her reasoning and it made complete sense why she put things in different places and she's kind of putting like things together, you know? So we had a conversation about it. It went, it went well. And I think I'll use her, her method. She wants to organize my closet next. I'll keep you updated. <laughs> she specifically wants to go through my jewelry. I would love to have organized jewelry, but I am really, really freaked out by that. So we'll mm. see. Uh, Mariana had a fun answer to the teacher question. Jack Black, only teacher, uh, oh. I remember now. There's oh, some fun, uh, some fun uh, Jack Black going around in social media right now with the scene where he talks to the girl about being overweight. I don't know if you remember this scene in School of Rock. But people talking about how much it meant to them to hear him say, what's the big deal uh, about that? And and for her, I think the final part of that scene is she asked, well, why don't you go on a diet? And he said, because I like eating food. <laughs> and, and like how that affected people to be go, yeah, it's, it's you know, it's not something that ruins my value uh, <laughs> to have, you know, extra fat on my body. Like, I don't know. It's been really interesting to see people kind of bring that that scene out of uh, School of Rock recently. I Like, I wonder how that stuff just kind of finds its way to the Internet. But there was a really yeah. fun TikTok of this guy and it's like him and it, it's a picture of him and he's standing there. He's kind of like he's like a little he got a round belly going on. And the the voice is like. This was me last year. I was eating this every day and uh, I wasn't working out. And then he pops up from the bottom. And he's like, and this is still me. I still eat whatever I want. I just wanted to like, I just wanted to share a picture with you. <laughs> and I loved it so much. Yeah. That's uh, great. Good stuff. Nick says Wonder Woman 1984 equals a travesty. travesty. <laughs> it sure does. That's exactly it. Oh, my All God. Right, last one. Last question. Okay, uh, okay, then okay. we need to get on with our day. Uh, Acres Ridge Forge says, you question, what is the most expensive thing you purchased without consulting your significant other? Uh, today, do you know the answer to this question? I think it's a vacuum cleaner. Um, mm. I think it was our vacuum cleaner. I wanted to get a Dyson and I wanted to get one that was like those little small handheld battery power ones. They're not meant to clean an entire house. They're meant to do like five to 20 minutes of just power vacuuming. And I wanted it to have like a hardwood attachment and all this stuff. And I wanted a Dyson and I didn't want to get anything else because it uh, vacuum, according to husband, is you just go to the store, you get a cheap one, it falls apart, you buy another cheap one. And I'm like, no, I'm going I want this. I've wanted this for 10 years and by golly, oops, I bought it. <laughs> uh, so I definitely did not talk to him about that. <laughs> I bought it. I'd never done it before. And I felt really, really bad about it too. Um, yeah. He was okay with it, which was only encouraging me to either make other expensive decisions without his input. Sure. <laughs> so, hey. But I, yeah. I, uh, I told him, I was like, I didn't like doing that. I didn't like buying that. Um, he was fine with it, but yeah. it felt weird. Yeah. The good thing about buying a vacuum 
Oh, the, the bad thing about buying a vacuum? Is it sucks? It sucks. Um, so, yes. You don't I, usually fumble the delivery. And I'm, I screwed okay? it. You know, the, the world is ending. We've been going too long. We've been on too long. <laughs> I think one of the key areas you have to, if you have a significant other, and if you choose to share a bank account with your significant other and share budgeting, spending, all that kind of stuff, and live life together in that way. I think one of the most important conversations you can have is to have a limit on uh, impulse purchases, like to agree together, you know, we don't spend X amount of dollars without consulting each other first. I think that's an extremely important conversation conversation to have. Um, Next week, we'll be talking about financial advice. <laughs> I, it, can, it can just solve so many things because, you know, then you realize you have an understanding and an agreement and you also realize that um that your your significant other isn't like trying to be a a, a killjoy or you know keep you from buying stuff you love uh they just want to be you know part of the conversation so that you both together can uh, you know be wise about what you're spending what you're saving all that kind of stuff money destroys more relationships than almost anything else yeah we um, we decided pretty early on we would have um a weekly uh, allowance that we could do whatever we want to it. That's the other, yeah, that's My the other weekly, way to do that. It's, yeah. it's only, uh, it's 40 bucks a week. Um, and you can spend it however you want to. So yeah. at the end of, I we every Thursday, we get 40 bucks each, okay? And it used to be 20. And it was a big deal. And we're like, we can go to 40 now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And sometimes we have to cut that back because of budget. But right now, we get 40 bucks a week. So that comes on Thursday. By Monday, mine is gone and it's on food and lattes. I love food. I love going out and getting food. It is all food, 100%. That's how I spend my money. My husband saves and saves and saves and he buys himself PlayStations and he saves and saves and saves and he buys himself cornhole. We went, <laughs> we went, we went shopping over the weekend. He bought a cornhole game at a, um, a, a baseball store that has, it's like the, the Cardinals. So it's like a mm -hmm. Cardinals one. I guess he's wanted to get this game for a while. And he just saw, he's like, I'm going to buy it. And I'm he had his cash. He didn't have a Cardinals cornhole game. That's amazing. When he said he spent $150 on cornhole, I was like, You did what? He was like, It was with my cash. And I was like, Oh, okay. And so it just immediately diffuses it because mm -hmm. I would have never been like, Yeah, let's get cornhole. But yeah. for him, he set it up in the living room and he and Iris played cornhole for like an hour. Um, there's a reason it's an outside game. It's really loud, but you know, we're having fun. So yeah, yeah. I think money, figuring out how to work with money is a good advice. 100%. You got to figure it out. Uh, everybody's different. Everybody's different. Everybody is different, but that's a big one. Well, there you go. Hey I think guys, that's going to wrap it up. Thank you so much for hanging out with us. Uh, for those of you listening on the podcast, feel free to join us for a video. You can actually watch all of our videos on demand at various places. We have it on YouTube. You can watch live on the book of faces that shall not be named, except for I did. <laughs> uh, there's <laughs> Periscope slash Twitter. And also on Twitch, you can follow Aaron and I separately on Twitch and watch the VODs there. Uh, speaking of Twitch guys, I'm going to send you to brush for hire today. So if you want to hang out for a second, I'll send you that way in just a moment. But while you're still here, Hey, thanks so much to our patron supporters. Those who have been supporting this show and others, some of you guys for years and years now, um, we are humbled by everybody who just 
throws five bucks a month our way so that we can do things like this and maintain creating content for you guys that you enjoy. You can find out more at patreon.com slash studio DNA. All of that's scrolling across the bottom of your screen. We go live every Mondays at 9 a.m. Central, and we try to connect again throughout the week at some time, but for sure every Monday at 9 a.m. And Mocha Man wants to know how close we are to the D&D session. Six, six members away. Six uh, Team DNA members away uh, at the $5 a month. Uh, we will play D&D uh, live on stream for yeah, you guys. because I have a couple of ideas. I'm going to make Aaron roll some dice and hopefully make him feel uh, some kind of strange way. Uh <laughs> Um, I don't know if it's going to be just me torturing Aaron or if I'm going to have other people join in. I'm not sure, but we will have fun mm. building that and more to come on that as we get closer to our next goal. You guys have an awesome day and we'll see you next week or we'll sometime see. this week. We'll, we'll see you on the next Monday or someday. Bye. Bye. Thanks for tuning in to listen to us shoe another dough. If you'd like to watch the show live, we stream it on Mondays and Sundays at 9 a.m. Central on all major streaming platforms. Subscribe, follow, join the conversation on YouTube, Twitter, Twitch, or maybe you can even also be a member of one. Team DNA. Members get their own custom podcast feed that will include not only the Monday show, but all bonus shows we do through the rest of the week. Membership is five bucks a month, and you can join today at patreon.com slash studio DNA. Finally, thank you so much for being a part of this fun little community of awesomeness. Remember, your quirks aren't bugs, they're features. Find them, celebrate them, and know you're loved and valuable for just being you. See you next time. At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place by working more efficiently. By using more sustainable practices, by developing better technologies, we keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success.